I'm asking that you, your spirit will take over, Father, that your Holy Spirit will speak, and your Holy Spirit will give us understanding, Father, and you open our eyes, and I'm asking you, Father, that we go, we all go deep in you. Father, just like the Word goes so deep in us, Father, we want to go deep in you, that you abide in us, and that we will abide in you. Father, I'm asking you that you open up the ground, Father, open up our hearts, our spirit, that you, man, that you release your release your voice and that you release the, the unction of the Holy Spirit speaking, Father, through your daughter. And, oh, Father, we need to hear your voice and we want to hear your voice. And we want to hear, Father, what your heart is saying. We want to understand what your heart is saying, and we want to feel what your heart is feeling. And I'm asking you, Father, that tonight it's not going to be just another word, Father. It's not going to be just another video. It's not going to be just another preaching. Father, we are so hungry for your word, and we we are so hungry, Father, for a bread, Father, that we have never tasted yet. Father, we don't want any bread that is warmed up, Father. We don't want a preheated bread. We, we don't want to, even those bread, Father, we just, we ate yesterday and we end up eating today again. And we just preheat it and we, we smell it, but it's still not fresh. Father, we want a bread from heaven. And we are hungry, Father. And Father, if it's just for one person, if it's just for me, Father, I'm asking you that you release this, this manna, Father, that something that will satisfy my whole being, Father, my mind, my, my emotions, my soul, my spirit. Father, that I will leave this place, Father, that we all will leave this place edified in you, Father, rooted and grounded in you, more mature in you, Father. Father, take us to the depths of who you are, Father, and, and do whatever you want to do. Just, Father, I bring myself on this full submission to your will. And not just when I'm, when I'm sharing, Father, but in every single area of my life. And I'm asking you, Father, that you cause every single person in this room, Father, to get to this place. Father, that we all going to walk for this narrow path, Father. Not because we don't have a choice, but because we don't see any other way. There is, not, there is nothing, Father. If we look back, there is nothing there for us anymore. It's just this amazing... Um, bloody, painful, full of joy and hope and peace, narrow path. And we will walk on it, Father. We will walk on it by your grace, by your mercy, that you will keep us right there, Father, this narrow path. Thank you, Father. Uh, this week, God is, um, He's doing something really amazing in me. And I was, I, I felt that I was supposed to share something and I'm really going to, I mean, whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do, but I think that, I think that a, a lot of people in the room has the unction for prayer, so we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to waste that unction, you know, and just going to do whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do, but I just want to share this um, with you guys. Um, it's just amazing that um, this, I would say the last two days, somebody, some two Two people contact me and some minister over the phone, and this person was saying, "Oh, pray for me about this and this and this and this and that and this and that." And 
what you feel about it and you know like kind of asking um, counsel and then and then I said do you want me to be honest with you and then and I said you need to let this die 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 and you need to let this die and it was amazing and then the person said whoa it's so hard to hear that but I understand my spirit is saying yes uh, my spirit is saying yes to this death that I need to face it. And then another person, right after that, another person was talking to me, and then this person has this dream, and in this dream, there was a wave that just took over the person. And then, but in the dream, the person knew that that's, that, even the person knew the name of this wave, it was a wave of death, and took over the person, and then the person was sinking and was going deep, deep, deep to this ocean, to the bottom of the ocean, but then the person started swimming back up, and then, but as, as, as this person was swimming back up, there was such a joy, such a peace. And when the person came back to the surface, the person was a totally brand new creation. And, and I'm, I'm going to share, um, give it to you a little bit of my heart concerning Brazil. Uh, I felt that Brazil, this whole thing that God is saying and, and telling us to do concerning Brazil... To me, it's this wave, wave of death that is coming over me and, and really, like, really taking over me. And it's not something that um, I have shared with some of you. Like, I, when I go to Brazil, it's, it's exciting because of what God does that. But it's not the kind of nation that I go, yay, yeah, that's my nation. Or let's go to my country. I mean, I never have that inside of me because that was the place that God took me from. And... For me to go back, it's I really need to be dead, dead to myself. I need every part of me, every emotion, every memory, everything from the past. It's like it has to die, and I, I really need to put myself aside. And I was saying to somebody this week that I have to have my eyes on the prostitutes and my brothers and inmates and the, the brothels and the remnants in Brazil and the little ones that are crying out for, for, for bread. So, and, and I, and there are, and I know there are moments in our lives and if you have, if you have not gone through those, those places and those moments in your life that it's like, like Esther said, if I die, I die. If I perish, I perish. There is something missing in your life because um, probably you're too comfortable in your lifestyle. Probably you you think you're in a narrow path, but you're not. Or probably you are doing what your flesh and even what your anointing makes you makes you comfortable about it. But once you once you take that step, I totally, it's not really what you expect. It's not really what you want to do. It's not really the way that you want to go. But then you look at the Lord and say, yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. Because you just want to obey Him. There is something, there is a baptism, and, and Jesus talks about that. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to go through the scriptures. I'm just going to speak. And, 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 and Jesus talks about, uh, I have a baptism that I'm going to be baptized with. And Jesus was not talking about the water. Jesus was not talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was talking about the baptism of death. And the same excitement, God was showing this this week, the same excitement that we have when Jesus comes to a wedding party, uh, we have to have when Jesus comes to our own funeral. Because if you think about it, like even with Lazarus, when he was resurrected, 
like the glory, the weight of glory that everybody saw and the weight of glory that Lazarus experienced, it was because there was a death before. And God will require for every single person in this room to be baptized in the baptism of death. And, and one more thing that I, I want to clarify. You cannot have people around you that will instead of encourage you to go to your death, death, death process. They're going to go like and, and try to help you to go the easy way. And because only and only when you're baptized in this baptism, you will, you will really see the resurrection of Jesus Christ inside of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is something way deeper than just coming to Him and worship Him or going to the nations. There is something that there is a there is a specific requirement from the Lord. There is something that God is going to require of you. And I believe that this last days, and I believe the days ahead of us, God's going to require more and more and more and more because He wants to reveal Himself to us. He wants to reveal this resurrection power inside of us. But the more we try, the more, let's say, if I start fighting with God, fighting with God, fighting with God, I will never experience the resurrection power of God inside of me. And there are many areas, there are many things in our lives that God is still asking, let me baptize that thing with the baptism of death. Bring that thing to me. Bring that thing to me. Let your marriage be baptized in the baptism of death. Let your ministry die right here at the altar. Let your dreams die right here at the altar. Let your marriage die right here at the altar. Let your future, all the plans that you have for you, every single thing that you, that you thought about. Listen, the last years when I was in Brazil, I have a list of things that I planned. I do this, I do it. I have planned A, B, C, D, E. And I mean, I had everything planned out. But there was a moment that I was baptized as baptism of death. That I was like, if I perish, I perish, Father. Just kill everything. And, and God, He really, re- he, he killed everything, but then He resurrected everything inside of me and every single thing in my life according to His will, according to His image, and according to His own heart. But the more you tried, listen, you, you try to, the, the Word of God says that for you to lose is to gain life. It, what it says, if you try to preserve your life, you're going to lose it. If you try to preserve your, listen to what I'm saying. If you try to preserve your anointing, you're going to lose it. If you try to preserve your ministry, you're going to lose it. If you try to preserve your calling, you're going to lose it. If you try to preserve your, your own position in the body of Christ, you're going to lose it. But if you decide, God, I give everything right here. I put everything at the altar. Take it over. Take it, everything that you want to take over. And baptize every single, every single part of me, everything that I have, even finance, everything that I have, all the dreams, every single thing. Baptize into this baptism, baptism of death. And God will resurrect. So that if you're losing that thing, that's, that's the only way for you to gain. That's the only way for you to, to, to keep that forever. But the more you try to keep in your own, it, it, that means that you're losing. Every single day you're losing more and more and more. You're trying to keep the relationships together. And God say, no, 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 let it die. You're trying to keep this together. God say, let it die. Let it die. Let it die. You have a schedule. You have an agenda. You, you, in your, your gifts are telling you what to do. But God say, let even that die too. 
Let me take over. I said this this morning to Shane. I said, we understand way more about possession, somebody being possessed, possessed by Satan than being possessed by God. And God wants to possess us. I read this morning and it said, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit when he went to the desert, right? Full of the Holy Spirit. He didn't have just a, a little portion. He was full. Jesus was possessed by the Holy Spirit. It's such a creepy word because we, we talk about it, right? Like possess, demons possess and all that. But it's still God's desire to possess every single child, every single children of God. And you know what that means? That means that you have, you. It, it, when that happened, it's not that you, nothing is going to come out of here. Nothing is going to come just because just because you have the authority to speak of and in His name. It's going to be God Himself taking over you, taking to the point that you. It's like you're planning one thing and then you end up doing another. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like even you're not just worship. It's not just Mahlani worshiping Him. It's the Spirit of God inside of me taking over me and worshiping Him. And it's not going to be you preaching because you're your anointing. It's going to be the very Spirit of God is speaking through you completely. You know, it's possible. And it is what He has for us. And God's been provoking me a lot. Like lately, it's been like just provoking me. And sometimes I get to this weird, it's, it's weird. My family doesn't understand me. It's almost like it's not, it's not that I'm depressed. It's not that I'm oppressed. It's not that... I'm mad. It's just like that deep conversation or that deep silence inside of me. You know, it's like my spirit is so agitated inside of me, but I don't even know how to put it into words. And there is one scripture. I'm going to read this one. It's in, oh, let me find it now. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 4. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in your body. Listen, it says, always bearing in your own body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. In your own body, always. Do you know, it's like, that means that you are totally dead to yourself. And God will show me, like I, whoosh, it's, I mean, I'm not living this world, but it is His desire for me, Malani. I want you always bear the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ in your own body. Constantly. Because you know what? That means that it's not me living anymore. It's not going to be my land, the person trying to perform. See, per- perform. Perform. Trying to perform. Am I saying right? Perform. Trying to perform. Trying, perf- trying to think. Trying to perform. It takes a church, right, to speak right English, proper English. But uh, trying to perform that resurrection or that life of Christ or that true, genuine Christianity. And the more we try on, you try with your hands, you try, you try so hard. Um, Isabel and I were talking about this, like things of the world, like she was like, I don't know, I don't know why she would like those things. And, and, and I say, I try, I try one day, but then the next day I'm doing again. And I try another day, then, then one day I'm not doing, the other day I'm doing, then day. And then she says, I'm trying so hard, mom. And I said, that's the problem. And then I said, you know what? Because there's a part of you that has not died yet. That's all. You know, 
It's so simple. But then you don't go like, well, it's not dead yet, so you just keep enjoying it. No, it's not dead yet. But then what it says right here, you bear that the, the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ in your own body. You go before God to God, just kill this part of me right now. That's all. It is very simple. It's, it will be done according to your our, our faith. You can keep trying hard, trying hard, trying hard. You can even be, you can try hard even to be possessed by God, but you, we can do nothing without Him. Nothing. There is nothing you can do without Him. Nothing. You can have all the good intentions, but you're not. You're gonna have a breakthrough one day, and you're gonna go right back to where you were the next day. And it says this: For we. Which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life of Jesus might be manifest in your mortal flesh. I'm going to read it again. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let me say something. Um, uh, God speaking to me about weeping and lamenting and the, 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 the groanings, the... The, the, the anguish of the Holy Spirit. God is bringing this thing back to His church because we have lost. There are many people out there that really rip that thing right out of our spirit because most, many times they didn't even understand it. Some people, they, they, they have that genuine, it's like, and it's, it talks about lamenting because the bridegroom was taken away. And then and I, and I, and God took me to, to such a beautiful place because, you know, it's like when... The, you know when you walk in the flesh, okay, you are one with the Holy Spirit, right? And you walk like you're right there with your Father. That the beauty, that, that beautiful communion, that beauty, unity, right? And then for some reason you step in the flesh. And what, the, what happened right there? That bridegroom, the communion that you have with him, it's taken away by your own flesh. But guess what? When, you, when, when something like that happened... That's the moment the lament start kicking in. That's the moment that you start, wait, I'm missing him. Whoa, God, what's going on here? You know, that, that's, that God is sorrow that produced repentance inside of you. Then, and then you go before him and you cry out to him and say, God, I'm sorry. I have sinned against you or I have sinned against my brother. I, I, I messed up, God, and I'm missing you. You know, then he, you, and you, you're right back with him again. It's just amazing. Always been about in the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest. The life of Jesus might be manifest in your own body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That's an awesome calling right there. You are called to be delivered unto death every single day. My name, would you die for me? Yes. Malene, would you die for me? Yes. Malene, would you die for me? Oh, not today. Let me just do things my way. Or let me just keep building this, my own house right here with my own hands. And But then with that, the life of Jesus Christ will never be manifest in you. Without death, the life of Christ, the life of Jesus Christ will never be manifest in you. It is right what it says, it's saying right here. And then you go, I'll go where Jesus wants me to go. Well, Jesus wants to take you to deliver you unto death so his life can be manifest. Are you understand what I'm saying? You are? Yeah? So Jesus is delivering yourself unto death and you go like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. I don't feel your presence or I can't hear your voice or this and that. But then that's your death process right there. God is pointing you to the cross so the life of Jesus Christ can be manifest in you. And there is another amazing scripture too that it says this. 
Oh, this, give me one second. Uh, hold on. Not that. For we are, 2 Corinthians 2 15, for we are unto God the sweet savor of Christ, in them that are saved and in them that are perish. To the one we are savor of death, unto death, and to the other savor of life, unto life. So, and God was explain this thing to me. I mean, this is just a little bit. You just uh, go and, and dig, 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 dig. God will give you way more revelation. Because we, if you are baptized in the baptism of death, if you are really bearing the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ in your body, guess what's happened? Sometimes we will smell death among ourselves, but in a good way. Because sometimes my sister is going through something here and I'm going through something. Listen, hold my hand right now. We're going to die together. <laughs> it's beautiful. Because you see, there is a, there is a um, witness right there. Man, I'm dying right now. See, I am dying too. But stay right here. D don't give up. Just hold on. Hold on to this process because you will be resurrected according to His will, according to His way. Hold on. The ministry, your calling, your destiny will be resurrected. Your marriage will be resurrected according to His way. But you gotta die. You gotta, you need to bear. And bear means that you don't just don't go like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm suffering here, but then the next day you should do what you do. You endure death. You endure the process and you stay right there. I say, God, I'm not gonna move. I know my flesh is screaming out right now. I, I, I want to do my way. I want to do my will. But uh, that death has to be operating me here. Because the more death operates in you, life will be producing somebody else. That's the scripture I want to read, but I can't find right now. But that's fine. Let me see. Maybe. It was somewhere. Just give me one second. It's just one verse. Paul talks about that. When life, when death operates operates in you, life op, uh, is producing somebody else. So when you're going through your death process, your baptismal death, believe me, you will produce life in so many people. You will produce life will be produced inside of you. Life will be produced in your sister, through you, in your brother, in the region, in nations. In the same time, if you if and if that death doesn't happen, there will be no life of Christ. There will be no uh, the life of Jesus Christ will not be manifest in you. And there is another. Um, remember, Revelation talks about oh, you have this, you have this, you have that, but you are naked, poor, and wretched. Remember that. And then God took me to this. This is amazing. Do you know how you? Uh, do you want? Do you? Do you know how you cannot you? Uh, do you know how, if you don't want to be found naked, you know what needs to happen to you? You need to die. You need to endure. You need to endure that process. You need to endure this baptism of death. Second um, Corinthians 5. For we know that it is, if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building and a house not made with the hands, with hands eternal in the heavens. For in this, we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. What chapter are you on? Second Corinthians five. Second Corinthians four twelve might be where you were looking. 
Oh yes, thank you. So then that works in us, but life in you. Oh, it's that's the I stop reading. I'm sorry. For if if for we each are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death works in us, but life in you. Uh, listen, there's no there's no place for selfishness here, right? And Paul was okay with that. It's like, look, I'm going through hell right now, but guess what? I'm going through hell because of you. And if, if you think about it, there's no greater love than this, right? To lay down your life for the sake of others. So Paul was saying, I am facing death right now. He wasn't even talking about, it's not a matter of a natural death, but he was baptized into, he was being delivered into death. And it can be natural, but also can be spiritual death. So like I said, it can be, death can mean um, so many things in our lives as well. But he said, it is okay because I'm going through this, but life will be producing you. You know, and, and that's a, a, another beautiful way to face death as well. It's kind of funny to say that, but to face your own death. It's, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to go through this right now. I, 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 I will bear the dying Dying of Jesus Christ in my own body right now. I'm going to take up this cross. I'm going to stay right here until until every part of me is dead. Every part of my will is dead. Every bit of my flesh is dead. And I'll be resurrected according to his will. So his life will be manifesting me. So going back to 5, 2 Corinthians 5. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God. And a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. If so that, if so be that, if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. It's so amazing because he was saying here, listen, if everything around you is dying, it's okay. Because there is something eternal that will take over you. There is something eternal. Your eternal identity, um, something with a, uh, a totally different and amazing and totally without comparison weight of glory that will take over you. And that thing will clothe you. You will be clothed with that thing. You will be clothed with this brand new identity. You will be clothed with Jesus himself. We'll be, we'll be clothed with the life of Jesus. And then it says, and you will not going to be found naked. Isn't it amazing? I never seen this scripture before. You know, so then the, the, you try, in other words, you're trying to preserve your life. You're trying to preserve everything, but you're still naked. And God is saying, no, no, no. Let me rip everything out of you right now. Everything that you're trying to protect and, and, and preserve. Let me, let me baptize with this baptism. Because what a beautiful thing that he did with Jesus. Man, that was, I mean, we, we, we're never going to experience what he experienced. And in the natural, I mean, probably not. Jesus will, he will be here way before that. You know what I'm saying? But then he said, let me do this for you. And you will experience something that you never experienced before. So it's just, it's just a matter of encouragement that keep facing, keep facing death in your life, but in a good way. Yep, let your relationships die. Let this die. Let this die. And then God showed me this too. If we really have the zeal of the Lord concerning our own salvation, the way that we have the zeal, we have that uh, we have that self-preservation inside of us. It's so crazy. 
it's so it's um, I would say that like it's natural, but it's natural for the old man because in God's eyes, once you're born again and once you're really born of Him, everything gets upside down. So you don't preserve yourself. <laughs> Actually, you lose yourself before Him. You let Him take over. And I I'm speaking and I'm and I, I'm really believing that God's gonna raise up. I would say uh, people that they, they will endure death, but knowing they will be resurrected. And not enduring death like the, that you freak out and say, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, 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 help, help, pray for me. They cast demons out. And sometimes it's not even a matter of demon. It's God himself delivering you unto death. It's God himself delivering your ministry unto death. Delivering your marriage unto death. But it's not for perdition. It's not, it's not so that thing can be perished and, and, and be gone and you're never going to see again. No, so he can resurrect that thing according to his will, according to his way. And I'm telling you, like, things that I did, that I have done so far, man, I would, I would, I would do it all over again. Even now, knowing how, how the cost of it, even though the price that you paid, and even though the struggles that you go through, even though that you really you don't live for yourself anymore, you know it's not it's not about you at all, but it's worth it. It's always worth it. Father, I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, and Father, I'm asking you that you release grace right now, Father, over all of us, that we will endure, Father, the anything that you want us to endure, Lord. Father, we're not going to re- Father. You said in your word, those that endure unto the end, they shall be saved. Those that endure unto the end, Father. Even, even concerning sin, you say that those that hate sin unto death. It's like you, you don't even want to do that thing anymore. You, you, you really despise your old man. You really despise anything that God despises. Anything inside of you that God despises, you despise it as well. And you just let him baptize you with that baptism of death. He, he, you, you let him just really take over you. Take over every part of you. Take over, take over every single thing that, that you consider yourself precious. He take over that. And, and even sometimes it sounds like, oh, it's all gone. No, it's coming right back to you. Resurrect according to his will. According to his way. According to his purpose. Father, I'm asking you that you release over us, Father, um, such a grace for to endure everything that you're doing in our lives, Father. And Father, I'm asking you that even that self-preservation, that when, even when we try, Father, to control things, Father, when we try to keep things together, when, when we try to, to preserve things in our lives, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I'm asking you, that you remove those things out of us, Father. That we're going to be free. There will be there will be no fear about anything at all, because we are just like a walk, a, a dead woman, dead man, and we're just here to be resurrected by you every single day of our lives, Father. That we'll bear in our own body the dying of our Lord Jesus Christ daily. We will bury, Father, and Father, we're not going to fight against. We're not going to be mad at you. We're not even going to ask for explanation when you're delivering us unto death. Because we, we know that you are so good. We know, Father, that you, you, you're not doing this to cause us any evil, to harm us, Father. But you want to resurrect us according to your will. You want things your way, the way that you want to do, Father. And I'm asking you, Father, that let your death be always operating us. 
every single day of our lives, Father. In this house, Father, let death be operating every single day, every single day, Father. It, it, when we are at work, when we are on a mission trip, when we are on the streets, Father, I'm asking you, I don't even know how this how this is going to look like, Father. But I'm asking you that you that you cause us, Father, to uh, be willing to be dead, Father, every single day. Be willing, Father, to go through whatever we need to go through, Father. I'm asking you in Jesus' mighty name. We want to see your life, the life of Jesus Christ, be manifest in us. I don't want to see Marlene being manifest, Father. I don't want anybody to see me. I want everybody to see Christ in me. And I'm asking for this reason, Father, I endure the cross, Father, gladly. There's a joy, Father, in my spirit. And I'm asking that you take all of us to this place. Does nothing really matters anymore. Father, that we're going to be clothed, Father. We're going to be clothed, Father. That eternity will clothe us. Father, we're not going to be found naked. You will clothe us with yourself. We will be people totally possessed by you. We're not going to do anything that you're not doing. We're not going to go anywhere that you're not going. We're not even going to be praying if you're not praying. We're just going to be here, Father. If you turn to the left, we're going to turn to the left. If you turn to the right, we're going to turn to the right. Father, do whatever you want to do. We release everything unto you, Father. We let everything go. We let everything die. We're not going to reject, Father. Father, then remove every every bit of offense. Father, moments that we, we got offended at you, we got offended at what you were doing. Father, we didn't have the understanding, Father. And even moments that we faced death, Father, things that we started dying all around us, and we couldn't even understand, Father. But it's for us to see the resurrection power. It's for us to see, Father, this amazing way of glory be manifesting us. The, the very life of Jesus Christ be manifest in our bodies, Father. In, in our bodies, we carry the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. But also in our own body, we will carry the life of Jesus Christ. In every single thing that we do, Father. Every single thing that we do. And I speak this word, Father, knowing that you will back it up. No, I'm confident, Lord Jesus. I am confident, Lord Jesus. With your own hands, trying to resurrect. You know the, what is the name of that thing? CPR thing? Am I saying right? CPR, right? Sometimes, God show me just now. Show me the desperation. It's like when somebody's about to die or something's about to die. The fear, the fear takes over you. And you start trying, you, you, start, you, start so, you try so hard to resurrect that thing. And you start doing CPR, and then you and you pray hard, and then you and you start reading the Word of God hard, and then and sometimes you get depressed, and sometimes you 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 lose your hope because you're not understanding, you're not understanding, and the CPR will not resurrect, will not resurrect anything. You have no power to resurrect anything in your life, and that is a sign that you really don't understand what He's doing. You really don't trust in what he's doing. And the fear of that, we're not supposed to fear anything. In the death that he's talking about, it's the most beautiful type of death. You're bearing something that Jesus went through. You're a true disciple of Jesus Christ. When you're bearing the death of Jesus Christ in your own body. But you bear it. You know, it, it's not even that thing that, oh my gosh. Suffering so much, so hard. No, the joy that is set before you, the promise he's saying, if you bear my death, you will manifest my life. If you let 
that operate in you, you will see life, the life of Jesus Christ be manifest in you and in every single thing, in every single area of your life. Thank you, Father.